Anit Daf Kaf Bet, the last thing we were discussing was, there was this doctor, Abba who would get a good morning. He would get a hello from the Shamaim every single day. Abba would get it once a week, and Abba would get it once a year, Erev, Yom Kippurim. So Abba felt bad. He said, students attest them, they stole the, the bed sheets, and, and they went to sell it back to the owner, and he gave the tzedakah. So, and with that, we are starting Kaf Bet Amud Aleph, Nine lines in the first wide line in the middle, where it says, where it says that Rabbah was feeling bad. Rabbah was feeling bad. He only got a shalom from the Shamaim once a year, and Abaye gets it once a week, Shabbat. So Amrulay the Shamaim told him, It's enough once a year because you protect the entire city. Rav Beroka Hoza'a, Rav Beroka from Behoza'a, Hava Shachiyah Beshukad de Be'el Lefet. He was in the shuk of a place called Lefet. Hava Shachiyah Eliyahu Gabe, Eliyahu Navi was with him. Amaleh, so Rav Beroka told Eliyahu, Ika Be'ai Shukah Ba'almadate. Is there someone in the shuk who is deserving of Allah Maba? Amaleh, lo. Told him no. Adachi Vahachi, in the meantime, in the meantime, he saw this man who had black shoes. At the time, Jewish people didn't have black shoes, and he wasn't wearing tzitzit. And there's a famous Tosfot in Babakama Dafnuntet and Sanhedrin that say that everyone had black shoes, except Jewish people had white laces, and Goyim had black laces, and this person had black laces. So he was doing two things wrong. He was, wasn't wearing shoes like a, like a Jew, and he wasn't wearing tzitzit. So Amar Leh, Eliyahu told of Beroka, Hai ba'amadatehu. This guy is going to Olam Haba. So Rahat Batre, so Beroka ran after him. Amar Leh, ma'avdach. What do you do that you deserve all this? Amar Leh, zilayt navet alem mahar. Go now, come back tomorrow. Le mahar. The next day, Rav Beroka showed up. He asked him, what you, what's your actions? What are you, what's your good deeds? I'm the person in charge of the jail for the king. And I separate between men and women in the jail. I put my bed between the men and the women. This way, I don't do any isurim. When I see a Jewish girl who the Goyim have their eye on her, I'm a son of Shemutzianala, I would be Moser Nefesh, I would put my life on the line to save her. And Yomahad Havat Naala Mora Sagaban, one day we had this Naala, this young woman who was engaged, the Havuba Nochim Anayu, the Goyim had their eyes on her, and the Benu Yada said that the higher ups had their eyes on her. So to save her, so to save her, I took some of the sediments of wine that look as red as blood, and I threw it at the bottom of her skirt, and I said she's an Ida. So everyone got disgusted and stayed away. So so then, what's the story? You don't have tzitzit on. You're not wearing black uh, the shoes the way you're supposed to wear them. I wear, I walk in and out between the goyim. I don't want them to know I'm Jewish. 
When there is ever a gezerah, I tell the rabbis, they pray to Hashem and they may tell the gezerah. So why is it when I told you, my what's your actions? Go now, come back tomorrow. So at that point, First, let me go tell the rabbis. They go pray, and in the meantime, tomorrow I'll deal with you. In the meantime, two people came, and Amar le and Eliyahu said, These two also, they're Bene Olamaba. So Azali Gabayu, he went to them, what's your actions? They told him, We're funny people, we go to sad people, we make them happy. Inami, or, whatever we see two people fighting, we go, we try to make peace between them, we try to, to make it shalom. Now, let's go back to the Mishnah. It says, On the following, we blow the shofar no matter what. If there's a hard wind, if there's jaundice, if there's too much uh, locust. On the following, we blow the shofar everywhere in that uh, country. If it's a strong wind that uh, hurts, damages the crop. Or if it's a... Jaundice, something yellow. Now, some say this is talking about the crops. I'm talking about uh, the people in the country. Ve'al arabe or locust. Ve'hasil, different type of locust. Ve'al hayara, bad animals. Akiva omer, even if a little bit, blow the shofar. Arbe ve'hasil, afilon kanaf ehad When it comes to locust, even in itself, you see only a wing of these uh, locusts. Blow the shofar, it's dangerous. Now we learned in the Mishnah, Ve'al Hayal, so we talk about bad animals. Tan Rabbanan, Hayal Ashamru, Bizman Shihi, Mishulahat. Dafka, if they're sent from the Shemaim, then Matra'ina, they will blow the shofar. Ena Mishulahat, if it's not sent from the Shemaim, and Matra'ina, we don't blow the shofar for it. So, Ezohi Mishulahat, Bezohi Shena Mishulahat. So, what's sent from the Shemaim, what's not? Well, near it, Ba'ir, if this wild animal is seen in the city, then it's Mishulahat, it was sent from the Shemaim, that's not normal. Basadeh, if you see it in the field, in a Mishulahat, that's the place where bad animals are. Bayom, if it's during the day, Mishulahat, then it was sent from the Shemaim, so it's dangerous. Balayla, well, in a Mishulahat, because that, it's normal for these bad animals to, to go around at night. Ra'ata shene adam if this wild animal chased after two men, then Mishulahat, because usually when it sees two, it doesn't chase after them. Here it saw two and chased after them. That's a, that's a sign that's from the Shamaim. Nehbet, but if it hid from me, from these two people, Ena Mishulahat, it wasn't sent. Tarfashene ben Adam, if it killed two people, Ve'achla ehad mene ate one of them, Mishulahat, that was sent. However, if it ate both of them, it wasn't sent. It was just some wild animal that was hungry. If it nafka ate one, that means they were both supposed to get punished this way, and another person was supposed to get another punishment. If it climbed up a roof or it ate someone in the house, for some some reason somehow it got in and it killed the baby in a uh, in a crib, that's already Mishulah that was sent by Hashem. 
So the Gemara says, Hagufa Kasha. The Brayta is contradicts itself. Amra, in the beginning, it says, Nirata Bayer Meshulahat. If it's seen in the city, it's a Meshulahat. It was sent. Loshana Bayom, Loshana Bayom. It doesn't matter if morning, night, doesn't make a difference. But then you said, Bayom Meshulahat. During the day, it was sent from Shamaim and Balayla, but at night, and I'm Meshulahat. And it wasn't sent from the Shamaim. So the Gemara explains, This is what's really going on. Nirata Bayer Bayom. If it was seen in the city during the day, Meshulahat was sent. Ba'ir Balayla in the city at night, and Amishulahat wasn't sent from the Shamaim, rather, that's normal. Inami or Basade Afilu Bayom and Amishulahat in the field, even during the day, it's not sent. At Basade Balayla and Amishulahat at night in the Sade, for sure not sent. So the Gemara brings another contradiction. Adam If it saw two people ran after them, Mishulahat was sent from Shamaim. How made it? If it's just standing there, didn't chase after them. It's in Amishulahat, it wasn't sent. Then then you said, if it was hiding in Amishulahat, it wasn't sent. How made it? Sounds like if it was standing, Mishulahat, it was sent. The Gemara says, Lakashya. Kan agam, kan agam. We're talking about a wild animal that lives in a swamp area. So if we're in a field that's next to a swamp, since it's right next to its home and it knows its home in and out and it has where to hide from, if you see it standing, not necessarily it was sent from Hashem, could be it just doesn't feel like it has to run away. Therefore, it's not necessarily sent. But if it's not near its home and it's still not moving, that shows you it was sent. Nagma brings another contradiction. If it killed two people and ate one of them, Mishulahat sent from Shamaim. However, Shenehem and Amishulahat, if it ate both of them, it's not Mishulahat. But then we say, even if it ran after them, it's considered Mishulahat. So Amar of Papa, when we said that it, it killed without eating, it's considered sent, that's Tafka in its home. That's its place. Over there, even if it's not sent, it chases people. It's the place where it's comfortable. So really you have four uh, hilukim over here. Number one is in the city. If you see it during the day, it's already sent uh, from the Shemaim. In the field, not next to the swamp where it lives, if it didn't run away from two people, okay, then it's considered sent. Number three is if you find it in the field next to a swamp, if it chased after two people, then it's considered sent from the Shamaim. And number four, in the swamp itself, if it killed without eating, then it's considered uh, sent from the Shamaim. Now, let's go back to something we learned in the Braitha in passing. It says, Gufal, Talagag, if it went up to the roof and it took a baby out of the crib, Meshulah, it was sent. Pshit, of course, that's uh, it was already in the city. We're talking about these little hunter huts that they're in the middle of the field. They're not something permanent. They're not in the city. But the fact that the animal went inside, it's considered scent and you blow the shofar for it. Now we learned in Mishnah, one of the things is a sword, if there's a war. When we said sword, doesn't dafka mean sword that's not peaceful, meaning a war? Of course that's scary. Even if it's an army, for example, with swords, that they're just trying to go from place to place and it's all peace, still you have to blow a shofar. Why? 
Think about it. There's nothing more peaceful than what Paro wanted to do. He just wanted to pass in Eretz Israel and go fight with Ashur. And still, Melch Yoshiau made a mistake. Shneemar. Vayishlach elav malachim lemori paronecho sent messengers to Yoshiau. Mali valach melch Yehuda. We have nothing between us. Lo alecha ata hayom. I'm not coming about you today. Kiel bet milhamti. I'm just going to go to fight over there. Elohim Amar Lebahaleni and Hashem wanted to hurry me up to get to Ashur. Move away from my God, it doesn't hurt you. Now, ma who's this Elohim Asher Aimi that he was talking about? Amar Vuda Amara Vizuavodazara. And Amar says she also said, he's stressing Zawada Zara, I could beat him. The, the, the archers shot Yoshiao and he said, Get me out of here, I got sick. What does that mean I got sick? They made his body like a sifter. And Amar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani, Amar Rabbi Yonatan, Yohanan, Nipneman Anash Yoshiao, why did he get punished? Mipne Shayelo di Malech Biramiao. Should I should have asked the rabbi, Yermiao, if you let Parog go or not go? Velonim Lachan, he didn't ask. Okay, so you got punished. So why didn't you ask? My Darash, what was his Darashah? What was his uh, thinking? It says, Veherev lo ta'avor be'atzechem. It says, a sword will not pass by in your land. My Herev, what, what type of sword? We're talking about the sword of war. It says, I'm going to give peace in the land. It's not going to be war. It means, even peace. There's no war, still. It's not going to pass. And Yoshiel thought his door was worth the miracles. They were their big tzaddikim. And he didn't know that they weren't such big tzaddikim. When Yoshia the king was passing away, Hazayirmiyah sivate the camera hashan. Yirmiyah saw that his mouth was moving. Amar Yirmiyah said, maybe Shemehas vehadla miltad elo meagna. Amar agav tzare, maybe saying something not nice towards Hashem because he's in pain. Gahayin veshamayed the kamasdik ale dinan avshe. Yirmiyah bent over and he heard that the king was justifying the dinan himself. Amar, what was Yoshia saying? Sadiq, who Hashem? Kifi umariti. Hashem is the Sadiq and I rebelled against him. So patah ale aishata Yirmiyah said about the king at that moment, Ruach apenu Mashiach Hashem, that he is the chosen one of Hashem, and Yilkad vishahitot, and he was captured when they killed him. Now the Mishnah says, Maaseh vayaradu zekenim Yushalayim la'arahim. At one point, the zekenim went from Yushalayim to their city. And they saw a little bit the size of an oven, the size of uh, a crop that got ruined in Ashkelon, and they called the Tanit all over Israel. So, Ibayalehu. So, the question Kimlot Tanur, when they said they found a size of the oven mouth that was uh, that was damaged, are we talking about Tevu'ah? Are we talking about uh, the oven mouth uh, uh, size of crop that was ruined? Or Dilma Kimlot Tanur Pat? Or the amount of crop that got ruined was enough to make bread or to stick in dough into an oven. So which one is it? Which is probably a lot less. So Tashima, Kimlo Pi Tanur. When it said Kimlo Pi Tanur, 
We're talking about just the mouth size, the mouth uh, of the oven, and you can't put crop just by the mouth, rather it means bread, so even a smaller amount. And still we have another question. When we're talking about bread, are we talking about the amount of bread that will cover that opening of a oven? Or maybe it's a row of bread going around the opening of an oven. Take on, we don't have an answer. Across the Yarden, two wolves ate two children, and they made a Ta'anit. And Amar Ulam Mishum Rabbi Shimon ben Yitzchak Maaseu Baruz Ze'evim Sheneti Nakot. It was a story where wolves swallowed children, as is Vehikiyum Derech Betarei, and the babies came out whole, like unharmed. Uh, through the back of the uh, of the wolves, they said that the meat of the children is not tamet uh, since the, uh, the the wolves swallowed them, but the bones since the bones are not uh, swallowed up, not crushed, not nothing, not touched. Therefore, they're still considered metametumatmet. Uh, now we learned in the Mishnah, we blow for the following on Shabbat. We said that if Goyim put a siege around the city or if a river overflowed, uh, a, a boat that is being shaken up in the in the river or the ocean, a city that was surrounded by Goyim or Nahar or the uh, river is overflowing, or if it's a boat that's being shaken up in the ocean, or if it's a single person who's being chased by Goyim, or he's being chased by robbers, or a person who has some sort of bad spirit coming out of him, a shed or something like that, so he's running. And all these things, Yahid is allowed to make himself fast, may allow to make himself suffer. A person, a single person, is not allowed to fast. Maybe he's going to need panasa from people. That's going to have going to say, You're the one fasting, you caused this. And I'm going to say, You're the one fasting, you caused this. People are donesh. The neshama I gave you, make it live. Don't make yourself suffer. Now we learn in the Mishnah Shimon Atimni Omer that we blow the Shabbat afala dever if there's a plague and Hachamim didn't agree. Ibayalehu lohodulo Hachamim beShabbat aval beHolodulo. When Hachamim didn't agree with him that we blow on the plague, is it Dafka on Shabbat we don't blow, or even on weekday we don't blow? Or the Lo that we don't blow at all, period. So the Gemara answers Tashem Adetanya, Matrain ala Dever be Shabbat, we blow for a plague on Shabbat, Ven Sarich Lomar behol, and even on Hol. Rabbi Hanan ben Pitom, Tamidosh, Rabbi Akiba, Mishum Rabbi Akiba Omer, and Matrain ala Dever kol Ikar, not even on Hol. So you see, when they argued on him, they argued even on Hol. Al kol tzara shelot tavol tzibur and any tzara that shouldn't a trouble that should not come on the tzibur, we blow the shofar, except for too much rain. Tanu rabbanan al kol tzara shelot tavol al tzibur matrein al dea and any trouble that should not come on the tzibur, 
they're using a sarcastic way of talking as a, just we don't want any tzara to come on us except for too much rain. My tama, what's the reason? We don't pray that something that's good should not come. How do we know that we don't pray for something that's good to stop coming? And it ends over there that pasuk varikoti lachem berachat belidai mayad belidai. What does that mean? Until there's no day and there's no enough. Amar ami bar rav achi yiblusif totechem milomar day until your lips get tired from saying day stop. And amar ebi bar rav yud ubagola matriyina aleha babel, which is deep. If it rains too much, it gets dangerous. Therefore, you blow the shofar. Tanini miachi. If there's a year with lots of rain, the people of the Mishma, the Kohanim, who are working that week, send a message to the Israel families who are fasting four days that week. They correspond to the 24 Kohanim families. There's 24 Israel is broken up into 24. So they send them a message. Pay attention when you're praying. Pay attention to your brothers in the Gola and the exile. That their homes should not be their grave, meaning it shouldn't rain so much, it should be buried there. And okay, so then how much rain is going to come down? Then, then we could pray that it shouldn't come. So, a person should be able to stand on top of this big, huge rock called Afel. And he's going to be kicking around in water, meaning it's so high, never, the water will never reach there, and you'll never have to make that fila. But the Gemara says, "Ve'atan ya yadav." But didn't we say until a person is able to shake his hands in the water, you stand on top of that rock and move your hands and touch the water? The Gemara says, "Raglav k'adav k'amin." I mean, it has to be high enough. Feet, hands, same idea. You'll never get there. I mean, or if you bend over, you'll be able to touch the water. Same idea. It just never happens because it's so tall. And Amar Ababa Barhana ledi Hazyali Kernofel. I saw this Kernofel. Because there's this Arab merchant, who was riding a camel, had a spear in his hand, and I was standing on top of that Karen Ophel, and I was looking at him, and he looked like a worm, meaning it's pretty high up, and it'll never happen. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.